Hey, what's up everybody? It's Matt from Rocky War Room, and you know what time it is. It's time for the Rocky War, Rocky's War Room Ramble, episode 27, and we ask a question tonight. Is historical wargaming in decline? All right. <laughs> uh, tonight I have with me Not Gay. Howdy, folks. I have Black Market Studios, Bob. Good evening. Mini warm-up with crazy eyes. <laughs> and McMurray. What's up, McMurray? How are you now? Uh, so tonight we're going to actually <clears throat> talk about something that uh, has been spoke spoken about in many other podcasts. Um, well, many other podcasts before uh, now, like Little Wars and things like that, uh, which is uh, we're asking the question... Um, uh, is historical wargaming in decline? And when I watched the Little Wars conversation and the conversation amongst the guys and two fat, having a small conversation about it with two fat lardies, it really made me, I was sitting there shouting <laughs> at it, go, <laughs> trying to talk about it and talk with what they were saying. I'm sure not Jay has done the same thing because he actually brought this topic up and both of us were like, oh, wow, that's a good topic. Um, so I figured we'd uh, throw it out there, see what happens. And, um, and uh, talk well, you know, talk our ears off about it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, w whether it is in decline, isn't in decline. I, I, I don't have a definitive answer. Uh, I just have my opinion, of course, which I don't think it is based on what I see on Facebook. Just, just on Facebook itself, um, I still see a ton of historical wargaming, uh, especially with the groups I've run. Um, uh, wargaming ACW has got over 3,000 people in it, that's historical. Uh, I don't think all 3,000 people participate in that, but um, I know the fellas in who make the historical miniatures and stuff like that, they definitely play games <laughs> and do things, you know, with historical miniatures, and they don't think it's in decline because they have stuff that, you know, they want to sell, that they produce, that are historical, you know. So for me, I honestly don't think that it's 100% in decline at all. I, I just, I really don't. I don't, I just don't think it, it, it it's hit a golden peak, maybe. I don't know. But based on what I have seen on Facebook, on forums, on YouTube, there are still tons of people out there. Um, oh, Walkabout Games is watching over on Twitch. She says, hello, eh? Hey. Um, <laughs> Cool. We got our first comment from Twitch from, and it was it was uh, Walkabout Games. So hello, eh? Check That's awesome. He says I keep adding to the Facebook groups every day for uh, American Civil War and Ancients group, and I do have an Ancients group too, and that, that's the truth because I add them too. You are you're adding them, and I'm adding them. So I know that you know, being, being a moderator, you know, I think the most popular historical war game is is like Bolt Action World War II era. I think that's the most popular. Mm -hmm. And seeing what goes on with that, I, I most definitely uh, cannot agree with it being in decline um, as far as World War II goes. I'm seeing a lot more ancients on the table as well, you know, uh, uh, on Facebook. I think the most activity that I've seen in the UK right now is American Civil War, which is weird, you know? Now, they, they for some reason, they are all agog about the ACW over there. I'm yeah. always on Twitch, loving Twitch. Walkabout Games says. And I think we uh, have like a 
two minute delay on Twitch or something like that. Like it doesn't start for like two minutes, our live feed. I don't know. It's weird. I'll have to check that out later and see how far into the chat we are. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's quite two minutes. I, I've, I'm, I'm running Twitch myself right now. And uh, I think maybe, maybe a minute. Maybe a minute. Okay. Yeah. Because my, you know, Wednesday night gunslinging practice, you know, got cut off right there at the beginning of it. And I don't, I wanted everybody to see that and Twitch. Just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> Better platform. He says, walkabout game says, yeah. And especially if you have Amazon prime, if you're, if you're over on, uh, if you're on YouTube watching YouTube and you have to watch ads with us, if you have Amazon prime, hop over to Twitch. I mean, if YouTube throws me off, whatever for saying this, hop over on Twitch because Twitch is Amazon and it's Amazon Prime. So it's free, it's ad free if you have Prime. I watch uh, Wapple all the time with no ads, you know? So, yep. and uh, a subscription on uh, on Twitch also helps very much as well. Uh, so we are going to be making a move to Twitch, but we're not going to be 100% on Twitch. Um, when we, launch the Patreon, whatever we do, or whatever we do. Um, there obviously will be videos on YouTube that are exclusively for Patreon, patrons. Uh, and there'll be videos on that are specifically on Twitch live, but they will always be a video uh, battle report or whatever, whatever we do live, it'll, there'll be one on YouTube. So <clears throat> edited, of course, it'll just be the short version, you know, uh, thrown on YouTube. But um, Twitch is a wonderful platform and I'm so glad it's there. Uh, we're going to be using more of it. So uh, every one of the rambles is going to be on Twitch uh, along with YouTube. So, but uh, he says, have you seen the Empress that Empress has Western miniatures coming out that showed two cowboys today? Okay. No. And no. <laughs> no and no, Chris. No, 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 no. I have, I have purchased something from, Sarissa Precision every single day for four days. No more. <laughs> hey, Paul Beckus is with us. He says, hiya. Hello, Mr. Beckus. Hey, Paul Beckus. Good day. Good day. <laughs> I thought he said good day there for a second. Uh, <laughs> Wrong country, dude. Um. But yeah, more on the, the topic uh, in in a little bit. We have something to resolve right now. Oh. We have a top <laughs> he thought I forgot about it. We have a top sixteen that was recommended by uh, to us by our own one of our own co-hosts. His name is Minnie Warmut. Yep, he's down uh, over here, right, right down there in the corner, right down. Uh -huh. there. Wait, wait, over there. He's wait. This was entirely his suggestion. Right there. That yeah, that's him. That guy. That guy. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey uh, Bane's watching. Pip, Pip, cheerio, my dudes. <laughs> Bane's watching over on Twitch as well. Well, you're here for an awesome top 16, Hanger. Yeah. Good to hear Bob's voice. Yes. Yes. Walkabout Games. Bob is with us again. Bob um, is here. Bob is here. Um, Bob was on the, uh, the live play we did the other night, and uh, he will be playing games with us and having fun and painting again and and uh, it's going to be great. But we have a score to settle with uh, Mr. Warmut. He left. He's gone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says, well, I'm in here to participate. Okay. Bring back so, your 
camera. Show your shame. <laughs> so he's here. He brought it back and he's gone. So we are doing the top 16 vacuums, according to Rocky's Worm, the top 16 vacuums of all time. And we're talking about four vacuums, okay? Uh, and uh, I know that Mini Wormut suggested this uh, weeks back. And Does it have to just be four vacuums or can it be any vacuum? Okay. Yeah, matter of fact, the number one here is going to be the uh, the quarter vacuum at the car wash. So, car, car, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, it's not. No, no, because I've got the winner. It doesn't matter if you got the winner. I'm going to put. I've got number oh, one. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the quarter. The vacuum. first. The first. first. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. All right. Let's get this over with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My, mine, uh, the Hold filter on. queen. Hold on. Filter queen? That's an yeah. actual... It, yeah, oh, and God. here's why. The U.S. Navy uses it, uses filter queens to help move air through uh, their nuclear submarines. Okay, then. Bob, okay. it's on you. Um, Hoover. They've been around Hoover. a long time. Number three. Yeah. Didn't they used to have a, uh, a, a an ad tagline by Hoover? They suck. <laughs> you know, I think maybe that was them. One of the vacuum companies had something like that. Uh, Paul Beckett says, are there 12 vacuums in the world? Yes. Oh, yeah, we and, and it's 16, Paul. 16. <laughs> I, I know the exchange rate between the United States and, and uh, Australia is off, oh, but it's man. 16. <laughs> walkabout, walkabout games. I'm going to give him one. It's Bissell. Yeah. Bissell. All right. McMurray. Um, my little uh this is gonna win. My little woodland scenic scenic van. What do you say? The uh wooden uh the wooden scenics. Woodland uh, scenic scenic yeah vac. It's woodland the little scenics, thing they uh, used to suck up uh yeah. flock. Yeah, like Let's to go. use for uh, static grass and whatnot. All right, mini warm up. What do you got, buddy? Well, Dyson. Dyson, very good. Hang on a second. I just got got to take it from when you when you want your sucking to be expensive. No, that, that's Kirby, and that'll be a, a, my next one. Dyson. Uh, now I got to put Kirby. Kirby vacuum, number seven. There you are. I think we're going to use our lose. Oh, there's a vacuum right there. Me warm up, jackass. <laughs> number eight. That would be not Jay. Uh, we're going to go with the um, uh, dirt devil. Dirt Devil. Hey, now we're on Bob again. Eureka. Eureka. Uh, you don't smell so great yourself. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Oh, Lord. Today. Eureka. Oops. Ah, jeez. Okay, I spelled it wrong. I knew it looked right. Okay. Big Murray. Okay. 
McMurray got another one. McMurray. Oh, he's gone. Okay, warm up. Well, I'm going to go with 10 win because it's a little vacuum cleaner for your hobby desk. What is it? It's called 10 win. 10 win? Okay. China. And you use it for your hobby bench. Dust okay. China. All right. Cool. And I'm going to give uh, Hangerfly, which is Bane, uh, Roomba. Roomba. Isn't that a dance? Yeah. Roomba vacuum. And we're back to me. Let's see. What are we going to say? We're vacuuming up on the Roomba. <laughs> a Hoover. Dyson. Let's go. Your devil. I don't know. What is another vacuum? Craftsman makes one. Shop vac. I'll I shop vac. Next one. I'll just put shop vac. I know my next one. Shop vac. No. Hey. Yeah, I got mine. All right, go ahead, Nante. Space. Space. <laughs> what? Oh, gosh, man. What? Okay. <laughs> the ultimate vacuum. Space. Space. The the final fifle. Movie. Okay. <laughs> 13, 14. Who's next? Well, Paul Beckus has got Kogan, so we'll put that one in there. What? No one heard yeah. of a tin man, so we're putting Kogan in there. That one's forgetting the best one out of them all, and it's better than Dyson. All right. Whose turn is it? He said, laugh my ass off, not Jay. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Bob's turn. <laughs> I. I I skipped kind of when I had there with my shop back, so. Okay. Uh, McMurray, mini warm-up, you guys got another one? Yes, shark. Shark. Yes. McMurray? Yeah, I got nothing other than the vacuum of space. All right. Shark. One more left. Holler it out now, Jay. Uh, you said shark? Oh, uh, let me think. Oh, oh. rainbow. Rainbow? Rainbow. Dude, we forgot one of the popular ones. You guys are just saying words now. Dude, no. You guys nope. read a commercial? Auric? Auric vacuum. Oh, yeah, Auric. Go with Auric. Forgot about Auric, man. Technically, this this is supposed to be the top 16 vacuums, not the top 16 vacuum manufacturers. <laughs> Bane. Well, and then you got space, which is like freaking. <laughs> hey, that's it's nature's. Greatest vacuum, okay? It this is. the top 16 man-made vacuums. All right, come on. I need one more. O-R-E-C. Oh, Oric, yeah. O-R-E-C-K, not I put the K in there. Yeah. Okay, quarter, the quarter vacuum, the car wash versus Oric. I'm going to go quarter vacuum. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go with Oric. Okay. Bob? Uh, qu the quarter vacuum from Car Wash or Auric? Oh, quarterback. Oh, all right. Uh, McMurray. My wife. Oh, my God, Bane. Quarter. <laughs> His wife is the best vacuum of all time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Damn, Bane. What are you going to pick, buddy? <laughs> oh. Just wow. That's wow. Anywhere, uh, so far it's quarter vacuum, no matter what. But is it really? Yeah. Oh man, or here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. Uh. 
right? Boom, shakalaka. Filter queen versus the shark. I'm going to go with shark. shark. Oh, Not Jay? Filter queen. Of course. Black market. Bob? Shark or filter queen? Shark. All right. McMurray? All wrong. Filter queen. Oh, it's tied up. Many more mutt. Shark. Shark it is. Shark pales in comparison to a filter queen. <laughs> also looks like a little R2-D2 unit, so eat it. Eureka versus Dirt Devil. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go Dirt Devil. Not Jay? Eureka. What? Eureka. For, about what? Okay, Bob? Dirt Devil. Okay. McMurray? <laughs> <laughs> Dirt Devil. Oh, Dirt Devil's going to win, but what is your pick? Oh, hey, Wormut. Eureka. Pay attention. Jeez. I am. The Tin Wind versus a Kirby vacuum. Well, I know Kirby vacuums really suck, so I'm going to pick Kirby. Uh, Nache? You'll <laughs> 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 me left. <laughs> We're going to go Kirby. <laughs> All right, Bob? Yeah, Kirby. <laughs> McMurray. Kirby. Yeah, and many more mutt. You suck. <laughs> Kirby, it is. All right. He takes these seriously, many more mutt does. I mean, look at he's really serious about this. Uh Bissell versus Space. I'm gonna pick Space, not Jay. Space. Uh Bob. Bissell. Okay. And McMurray. Space. And many more months. Ten way. Okay. <laughs> that was the last one, and it lost. One. Okay. Space one. <laughs> Hoover versus Kogan. Uh, Hoover, because I don't know what Kogan is, but I'm sure Paul Beckus does. You know what? I'm going to go Kogan, because all I can think of is hearing uh, uh, Colonel Clink saying Kogan for a He's commercial. Damn fact. You know what? Many more months. There. Took care of that. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Bob and Hoover or Kogan? Hoover. Okay. That's two for Hoover. Uh, McMurray. Hoover. And Hoover moves on, but what would you pick? Um, Any more mutt? Oh, yeah. I got to unmute him. That's right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right. He's out. All right. So, back versus the Woodland Scenic Vac. Now, the Woodland Scenic Vacs, I do own and I do love it, and it really sucks. I'm picking Woodland Scenic Vac. Go ahead, Nache. Is that a tan win? Nope. I'm going to go, um, go Shop Vac. Okay. Uh, one and one, Bob. Shop Vac. Ooh, that's two and one. Big Murray. Woodland Scenic Vac. Have we hit? Woodland Scenics yet? Yeah, that's, that's what we're, we're on now. It's versus Shop Vac. Yeah, I'm on my phone. I can't hear anything you guys are saying. I'm voting for Woodland Scenics. Okay. Uh, he is on the phone, so it sucks. Uh, so does the vacuum. Okay. Uh, it's all tied up. Woodland Scenics Vac versus Shop Vac. What is it, Mini Warm Up? Shop Vac. Ooh, Shop Vac beat out the Woodland Scenics. Weird. Oh, wait, it's Mini Warm Up. That's why. Because he says every pick that we have sucks. All right. McMurray is back. Oh, one more. Roomba versus the Dyson. Ooh, 
that's a tough choice because I like both of those. I'm just going to pick the Roomba. Go ahead, Nache. I'm going Roomba because I cannot stand the Dyson commercials with <laughs> that Dyson twat. The ball. <laughs> I'm going to go to the warm-up because he looks lonely down there, and he he, he wants to pick first. Roomba. Roomba, Roomba. Okay. Roomba, Roomba. All right, so that's three for Roomba. It wins, Bob. Roomba. Oh, it's going to win by landslide, I think. What about you, Roomba. Mick? I like Dyson, man. Okay. I Roombas like are just lazy. <laughs> no, the Roombas aren't. The Roomba owners are. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the quarter vacuum versus the dirt devil. I'm going to go quarter. Go ahead, Nache. Uh, against the dirt devil? Yep. I got to go dirt devil. Okay. It's one and one. Bob, what do you got? I got to go dirt devil. Okay. McMurray? McMurray, can you hear me? Quarter vacuum with dirt devil? Dirt Anyone Devil. Up? Dirt Devil. Okay. So that's two and what is that? Two and two? No. No, it's Dirt Devil. It's... Okay. Hang on. Got to close the door. All right. Uh, all right. So Dirt Devil moves on. All right. Next up is the Shark versus the Kirby. I'm going to vote Kirby, I think, on this. You're stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. Okay. Sorry. Oh, my. Stupid choice. <laughs> he forgot to mute himself, I guess. Well, we're starting with you. So, Shark versus Kirby. Shark. Okay, that's one and one. McMurray. He's gone. Uh, <laughs> Bob. Kirby. Okay, so that's two and one. Not Jay. Kirby. Okay, Kirby moves. It's all soft, man. Just freaking Kirby. Kirby. Midwesterners, man. <laughs> you just like the name. Come on, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. All right, because there's a funny joke uh, about it. I'm going to pick Hoover over Roomba this time. Go ahead, uh, Nache. Um, I'm going to go over Hoover. Okay, that's two for Hoover. Need one more? Roomba. Okay, and Bob. Hoover. Hoover wins. Okay, guys. Since McMurray is kind of out, if we have any ties, we're going to ask you in the texter uh, who's going to win out uh, if we have a tie. So space versus shop back. I'm going space, not Jay. Space. Of course. And Bob. Shop back. Ooh. And many more months. Shop back. Really? It's tied. Shoot. We had like seven viewers. Now we're down to four. <laughs> We still have we, we still have space, uh, space one. The hot damn. <laughs> hey, Final four. I think space is gonna win, and that'd be really cool because it is the best vacuum, really. Uh Dirt Devil versus Space. We don't we didn't make space. Dirt Devil versus Space. I'm gonna go space, not Jay. Space. And Bob. Dirt Devil. And me more. I'm just gonna haul my ass out of here. Anyways, uh, Dirt Devil. Okay, it's tied up. Walkabout game said space. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Space, hey. for space. They're all saying space before we even get to it. <laughs> uh, Kirby versus the Hoover. I'm going to pick Hoover, not Jay. Hoover. 
Okay. And oh well, Mini Wormut's gone. Mini Wormut. Come on, come out, wherever you are. Man, he hides just like a dog in a doghouse, don't he? Well, look at his picture. <laughs> Bob, what do you got, man? Hoover. Okay. Did we all Hoover moves on? Hoover moves on, regardless of what he's doing. He's he's hiding. Okay, so we have the Hoover versus space. How do we I mean we're gonna Space. I'm going space too. I'm going. (laughs) 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 Oh God! I just oh. (laughs) I just choked on mucus. Two for space, Bob. What do you got? Space versus space, Uber. Space. Just, just space. Just space. Okay. Space wins. Mini oh, Wormut. Since the space not- between Mini Wormut's head. Between his ears, I mean. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he should be happy. He should be happy with, you know. This is this is the this is the way. Oh, you know, dude, I forgot. I can share the screen now because they fixed it. There it is, folks. Right there. Space. I told you I had the winner. I probably got a bunch of shit spelt wrong, but it's all right. So there you go. There it is. Top. I probably have vacuum spelt wrong. Space is the winner. Right there. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Bob. Wait, I got something for that, Bob. Play that again. Because I got this. Jackass. Mm. No, jackass. <laughs> oh man. My meditation. You have interrupted. Uh. All right, me one minute. You gotta stop that or we'll get we'll get pulled. So you know somewhere. Yep, 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 yep. Somebody's voice. Jackass in space, Chris says. <laughs> Jackass is in space. That needs to be a movie. <laughs> anyway, we got some great news from the world of today. If you guys want to look, on his table is a certain thing that he's been waiting for for a while. Yes. So leave it to me to suggest a topic is historical gaming well you know in decline <laughs> and here i am building sci-fi models right so but you know <clears throat> if they had shown up you know i don't know a month earlier when they were supposed to yeah when they were supposed to um no i i, I finally got my uh, box of gates and antari stuff in right on <laughs> So I'm currently on sprue number three of uh, Freeborn Domare, <clears throat> building them up. Yeah, I think I need to start filming like this because look at that. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So you, you guys can see actually see the miniatures I'm painting now. I, I love the orange and blue uh, that you got there. Well, thank you. I was thinking of I was thinking of you, Nache. Oh, thanks. 
It does have a bit of a resemblance, except, you know, he's got blonde hair instead of gray. Yeah, well, you used to have blonde, didn't you? No. He says, damn, well, I had a computer for this one. <laughs> they're, they're going crazy in the chat. Uh, he said, damn, wish I had a computer for this one. And sweet, Matt, Walkabout Games says, uh, I don't know what your problem was. I got my Warlord's order like eight days, in a, like in eight days. <laughs> that, this was my problem. Let's hang on. <clears throat> these three sprues were apparently on back order and had no idea when they were going to be getting in. Um, so I reached out to Warlord customer service. They came back, said, Hey, you know, we got your order here. We're just waiting for the Damari sprues to show up. Um, as soon as they come in, we'll get them to you or we can <clears throat> uh, cancel that part of the order and ship as is and refund you. I said, well, go ahead and do that. Very next day, um, uh, Marcus, uh, customer service guy at Warlord, said, huh? Shout out to Marcus. Yeah. <clears throat> said, hey, uh, last night after I got home and was in the shower, I, I remembered that uh, we tore down a, a demo thing at the office, and we had some of those sprues, so I'm going to go in tomorrow and, and check out to see if uh, we've got some somewhere. Well, he did. And they did, and he sent them. So, yeah, mad props to Marcus at Warlord Games. Thank you, sir, <clears throat> for going above and beyond and not just, you know, saying, eh, whatever, screw that guy. <laughs> so, good on you, buddy. <clears throat> awesome. so. That's great. So... Let's talk about it. Is historical wargaming in decline? Now, I've, I've said my piece, um, but not Jay, Mini Warmut. Any, I know Mini Warmut, you're, you're fairly new to yeah. wargaming. Uh, you still have some input. You still have, we know, some, some questions you can ask them for sure when, we're, when we bring it up with them. So you just bump in whenever you need to. Bob, you as well. Um, well, if you don't mind, I'm going to dive in yeah, on not this. By all means. <clears throat> So for I think that when people say wargaming miniature or, uh, historical wargaming is in decline, what they mean is the wargaming in the historical era that we're used to seeing big battle games where you know you got three hundred and fifty troops on each side. You know, and it's uh, all you know, block and and group, you know, groups and whatnot. That that may be in decline. We we're not seeing those types of games as much anymore. And so, you know, you you have to we I guess what we have to do is maybe redefine what is historical wargaming, because what we played on Wednesday night right fights. Back. I'm sorry, I got to do something right quick. I'll be right back. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, what what we have to do is redefine. So, like the game we played on Wednesday Night Fights, that was a historical war game, in my opinion, because it's a game that is set in a historical time frame of uh, America's Wild West, right? You know, from right. about about eighteen about eighteen seventy to about eighteen ninety. Uh, time frame i mean it could it has just as much of a uh, plausible uh 
possible, you know, plausibility of of happening as just about any game set in <clears throat> uh, set in the uh, uh, you know Hundred Years War or Napoleonics or whatever. <laughs> and uh, like like Bain says in the texture, it's it's more it's more complicated than yes it is or no it isn't. Uh, and, and you know that's kind of the point I'm making is you know we have to we have to look at it and redefine you know what it is um, right even to the point that um, you know so fistful of lead can be historical or um, um, gunfighters paradise can be historical um, ambush alley games. Uh, with um, uh, force on force could be considered historical. Uh, so you know, it's I'm I paint up, you know, five to thirty guys, and I've got enough uh, miniatures to play an entire game set in a historical setting. Hmm. I don't have to paint up 150 to 200 dudes all with the right color turn back facings and all that garbage <clears throat> to, to get the point across. So I, and, and looking at the, uh, looking at the games that are out there, that there's just tons of, of games made by two fat lardies, made by ambush alley, made by Wiley uh, games. All of those are, all within the last, well, at least last 10 years, if not 20 years. Um, <clears throat> and they keep bringing out more and more. Uh, as far as miniatures, there's you no, know, yeah, there's the old standbys with Old Glory and uh, Eureka and uh, you know some of the others that have been around for, for decades. But then you know, you've got companies coming out. Uh, oh, another great example of historical it, it, at least in my mind uh historical is thomas foss with his uh with his uh skeletons and, skeletons, and, and, yeah. and kill rabbits those are those are directly from historical texts and and art you know that that's it's a hundred percent historical gaming uh, you know it's th those are absolutely straight from history. So, you know, a redefinition is needed <clears throat> and it might come to a shock to all the old grognards out there, but there's more to historical wargaming than Napoleonics. Plain and simple. What? Yeah. So with, in my opinion, it's, it's not in decline. It's just being reimagined. It's being changed. Uh, it's evolving, and now we've got, you know, more choices and options than we have ever had. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, now, I mean everybody has been seeing my posts on the Western stuff, like the miniatures, the the the. Um, terrain and stuff, which is Sarissa Precision, I I cannot recommend them enough. I mean, insanely enough. 
for their buildings. I've got literally all uh, Rockyville is now 20 buildings strong and 16 carriages. So <laughs> I, I, I cannot recommend them enough, man. So, right. Um, but I immediately, people start noticing that and start watching that and start seeing that. And they automatically suggest, Hey, have you seen Empress miniatures? Hey, like, like walkabout game says, you know, they're, they're pointing you in a direction. Oh, black scorpion and, and knuckle duster and all this other stuff. All of a sudden you're opening up your world to the Western stuff. You had no idea it was out there. You know, you right. knew a couple companies had it <clears throat> that for sure tells me, you know, it's not in decline. Yeah. You know, like I was saying earlier and, 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 like they were saying, it's it's not whether is or isn't. You know, I mean, it's all in the eyes of the beholder. <laughs> uh, I don't know how else to say it other than that. I mean, it, it literally is what you're connected to. You know, um, gosh, how else can I put this? Uh, so, like, you you know, you have your paradigm. This is the way you see your gaming. Some people are very one track forty k. And then others are all historical. Doesn't matter what it is historical, and they they know what's out there, but they're not a, spe a specific period of historical, you know. And if you were to type in twenty eight millimeter miniatures on your cell phone and Google, you will find a, a plethora of miniatures out there. You know, um, like I found the Three Amigos. We are going to play Fistful of Lead with the Three Amigos in El Guapo. Hell yeah. Um, I found a company that makes that and <laughs> I was looking for pictures of, um, this is just off topic. Sorry. I was looking for pictures of, um, you know, nuns with guns because I just painted a nun with a gun and, oh, Todd's joined us. Excellent. Todd probably yeah. has something to say about this subject. Uh, um, yeah. <clears throat> welcome Todd. Hi everyone. Hey Todd. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, where was I? What was I saying? Was the last thing Todd distracted me? Damn it! Nuns, guns. Oh, I was looking for nuns, a nun with a gun, just to, to look the paint, <laughs> painted and stuff like that. And I found there's a eight miniature pack out there of these, you know, crazy, let's say in lingerie nuns with all different kinds of like, you know. Uh, a sniper rifle, uh, uh, what, what do they call a uh, Gatling gun? You know, I mean, <laughs> they're like short skirts, but they're nuns, you know, with all kinds of guns. So, I mean, same thing with Western and historical. I put 28 millimeter Western miniatures in my Google and there was like 10 companies. And I was totally blown away at some of them, you know, like how, how detailed and how good they are. But <clears throat> honestly, how good can you really do <laughs> cowboys past a certain point? But if you're into something specific, historical, it, it is out there and you shouldn't have any trouble finding it. You know, I mean, but that doesn't necessarily mean 100%. Oh, you know, you know, uh, it's in decline, you know, or it isn't in decline, you know, so. But it being out there, um, Todd, Todorini, Todd Bandino, War Drobe. <laughs> What do you hey, think? What's what, going? what do you say? Oh, about war game dying? No, uh, historical. Historical. Specifically. Are they, do you think they're in decline? What's your opinion? Yeah, so I, I thought about this today thinking, oh, yeah, the show's tonight. Um, <laughs> it, 
it, it, it's honestly really hard for me to say because I don't have data points to look at except for like the wargaming survey and and all that. But to me, it just seems like, I mean, there's a core group here that I, when I moved to St. Louis, I mean, this is the only city <clears throat> I've ever wargamed in. <clears throat> there was a core group here. There is a core group here. Well, they're getting older, but it seems like there's some young, younger people coming in. And by younger, I mean like mid late thirties when you're kind of maybe starting to get older kids and kind of out of that stage where you have little kids and like all the that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and you start to get, a, you start to build up. Maybe if you hopefully you have a job, I don't know about nowadays, but hopefully you have a decent job and you have maybe a little disposable income. But, so it's like, well, I guess it isn't a way because there's some of the old guard that are starting to, you know, retire their collections or, you know, go move with grandkids and all that stuff. But <clears throat> it feels like it, it's just changing a little bit. And yeah, maybe there'll be a few, fewer people, but I mean, gosh, I mean, I'm just amazed at all the companies out there. Like you said, looking up and there's 10 companies or whatever you said about <clears throat> making those. Yeah. How many, uh, how many make World War II miniatures? I mean, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and there's new ones every day, you know? Yeah. So, I, and, and in, in the board war game world, man, it's just a, there, there's two, in some ways, there's almost too many. I'm like, how can this even be supported? I think we'll start to see a little bit of winnowing out. I, I would think a time like this might do that or kind of depends on the, I feel like there's going to be some, you know, uh, what's the word? consolidation at some point, but I mean, you know, like, so when I was started in this flames, the war was huge, right? It was the big world war two game. Well, then some stuff happened and it kind of faded, but then bolt action took kind of took over it and kind of popularity. And then what I thought was cool is that chain of command, Kind of came alongside of it and gave people another option uh, to that, and you have you hadn't really seen that before. So to me, that's that's strength in the market, and that you can have this kind of fun tournament thing, and then you have a, something that's a fun, a little bit grittier, you know, brain burner, as Matt and I call it. But yeah. <laughs> it's just cool that there's a um, there's a, a so much variety out there. I, I mean, and then you have stuff like these generic systems, like Fistful of Lead, that you can. Like I just heard you guys, I was listening right before I popped on, you know, I, I might, it might become my platoon scale World War II set, maybe, I don't know, but in bigger battles. And so I'm like, how cool is, I don't know. And uh, I was just listening to um, a podcast that was talking, they talk more about board war games and they were talking to, to uh, some people who are teaching war gaming classes at Georgetown, uh, mainly to military and political Kind of political science realm like so conflict gaming to understand how that works and and uh you know these are young people some of them the people teaching the course are young people and and a lot of young people taking it and they start with risk and access and allies and some of us you know the board war game was like oh that's super simple but it helps them understand because think about it, a lot he said a lot of these people have never played risk or access and allies and they're just like what are the i've played maybe first person shooters on a computer but i've never but i feel like you know there's some of that around too where there there's some people that are coming up and teaching it again it's just gonna be different they're not gonna be raised on world war ii movies like i was they're gonna be raised on the conflicts that we have now and um and maybe they tend towards a little bit more fantastic you know type of things but i don't know i so i i guess my overall thing is i don't 
think so. It's dying in the way we know it, maybe the way we're used to and the way we're comfortable with it. I mean, like, I mean, Little Wars, the very kind of station or the very people that we're asking, it kind of got all this rolling, in my view. The most recent iteration, every two years we ask it. I mean, come on, those, the guy, main guy leading that, he's a pretty young guy. And they're, they get tons of views and they get pretty interested, you know, people. And they're doing some things that they're coming out with that I'm unaware of, but they're coming out with to kind of help that. So, all right, that's my answer. No, it's not dying. <laughs> Uh, Bane says, I do not think big battle big battle games are going away. It's just that we don't really see them regularly because it takes so long to get the collection built up. <clears throat> I can agree with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, so like I said, it's different than it used to be. Like yeah. you look at the old advanced squad leader scenarios, they're like 10, 12 turns long, battalion versus battalion. <clears throat> Each thing is a squad. They're moving. They're even moving away from that. They're going down to tournament level scenarios or six six turns with, you know, maybe a couple companies going against each other. It's because everything's moving. As we've talked about, skirmish gaming is so much bigger now. So again, it's just different. So, and then there'll be those people that play those huge games, and that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think also, <clears throat> you know, at least. With the gaming that I'm seeing happening today, um, those that are of my mine and and uh, wardrobes, uh, Todd's uh, age, we we don't have the time to commit to painting 350 dudes. No. Um, or, you know, even if we did have the time, do we really want to? I mean, because there is so much out there to to enjoy. I mean, there's, for me, I mean, there's the Star Wars, there's Gates of Antares, there's um, uh, Micro Armor, there's Cowboys and Indians. And, you know, to, to really be able to, to commit to doing 300 and plus miniatures for a single era for for a single uh you know a single combat genre. style combat genre. genre i mean you're a perfect example mm -hmm. you know yeah you love english civil war mm -hmm. but you're not gonna big battle english civil war You've made the decision that there's so much other stuff that you want to participate in that you can't, you, you don't see yourself, you don't envision yourself putting forth the time and effort to do all of the English Civil War stuff. And, and you know, I, I don't blame I tried you. several times. I tried several times and I've gotten a lot painted for it. But I mean, but you I still don't have, have enough. Yeah, I I only have a few units, you know. So now so, yeah. that being said, with with uh, with games like Fistful of Lead, doesn't mean you can't do little skirmish games with the, oh, yeah. the miniatures you've already got painted. Yeah, well, they'd have to be individually based, and they don't have to be, I guess. But but but, but the but point yeah. is, I could you know, yeah. even if you want to do quote unquote big battles, that's still what maybe 50 models aside with big battles 
Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, I could do it with bigger. Bags. So you know, it's, it's still not. You know. What, what, where you should also a lot of people don't have the room to do, mm -hmm. you know, big battles. You know, I'm lucky. Todd's lucky. You're lucky. We we've got the room to have a four by six table or larger. You know, in my case, I've got an eight by five. You know, so I'm lucky to have that. A lot you of know, people I don't. Have, my my brother have doesn't have that room yeah, to have a big table that. like that. I had that eight by six, and I never, I never used the whole thing. Yeah, Ever. yeah. You, you'd play two games, or use half of it to store stuff on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I love having the, just the four by six. Oh my god, it's so much better. Uh, you can reach across the table <laughs> the, the proper way, I guess you could say. There's no proper way, but uh, you can reach across the table now. You know what I mean? And you can stand across from each other uh, on the long table edge. Hanger flies right. as well on YouTube now. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I, and and I think that's exactly right. I think I have shifted. I, I did this last year where I shifted to skirmish games, but I, I, I moved into skirmish games that were still a little bit too big, you know, um, to do live plays with and things like that. I think that Fistful of Lead has been the uh, absolute perfect fit for me because I'm getting miniatures painted and I can start playing like within a week, you know, and I, I like that a lot because I haven't been able to do that with anything but Savage Core, you know, um, which is another game. It's by Lucid Eye Publications um, that will be playing also on Wednesday Night Fights. <clears throat> and that's a quick game. You thought the that other game was quick. This is that. that Savage Core can be played in like 35, 40 minutes, you know, so, and still have a fun story. But anyway, that's besides the point. <clears throat> I am, I am painting up miniatures now. It's not even really historical in a sense, but it's for, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Tales, of Tales of Terror for Halloween. And I'm super, Tales of Horror. Tales of Horror. And, and, and it's for Halloween. And, I'm super stoked about it so much that I'm painting these. I, I have two miniatures painted. The third one's almost done. You know, I'm, I'm blowing through the miniatures, all the miniatures I need. And it's super motivating. You know, so. For me, it is not in decline at all. I, I, I don't believe so. With skirmish games. Now, if skirmish games weren't available. I, I mean, all we would have is big, big games. I, I don't know what, I don't know how that would look or what that would look like, but it'd be very different. What about you, me, Warma? What, what has been your experience with historical war games? I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's just going to be give me a jackass I mean, answer. Uh, then well, move I, on. I could get something like that, but. Um, but when you guys are talking about, you know, set up is like a half hour or whatever, I guarantee you that you would not have me involved in it. You know, I, I like the skirmish setting. Um, get it, you know, fast and all that. But also, I'm wondering, you know, if it is, if there is a decline in historical gaming, do you think it's because of, you know, the generations, the, di the different, you know, people aren't paying attention to the past anymore or something like that, you know? There's like no interest or something. I don't know. So, but yeah, I have very little experience with things like that right now. 
Oh, I was on, I wasn't I was muted. Sorry. Um, Bane says I have a bunch of painting projects I want to do, uh, but this, I decided to go all in on the Big Battle Seven Years War. And Todd's decided to go all in on World War Two miniature fifteen millimeter, didn't he? Uh, <clears throat> we're not seeing yeah, it, we're not seeing Team Yankee anymore, are we? Yeah, I'll see Team Yankee. Right? <laughs> That was a waste of money. Where's your team ink here? Oh, they're there. Oh. <laughs> There's uh, five Abrams and four Cobras, Chris. Cobra! <laughs> he shook his head. <laughs> going in, getting ready to go into battle against the evil. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I was going to say. What? Which is about right for a Cold War. Yeah. America! I think Minnie Warmont said a very important thing. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, I think he said if it takes me more than 30 minutes, or if it takes me 30 minutes to set up a game, uh, I would not be into it. I think it's a very yeah, important absolutely. thing. Um, absolutely. To, a very important thing to say. Because I'd say a lot of the newer gamers, when they look at large battles and things like that, they're immediately turned off because of how much you have to do to get to a certain point um, right. in a game. Uh, you know, um, even, even Games Workshop simplified their rules because of it, I think. And that's not historical. Um, the Great Gaming Survey, I think that's what it's called, by War Game Soldiers and Strategies, does indicate that historical gaming as a whole is declining when compared to other genres. And I believe that's where this all came from. Well, again, though, I think that is from the viewpoint of older gamers seeing th that large battle Napoleonic games or large battle ancient games or large battle whatever aren't being played anymore. So from that viewpoint, yes, it's in decline. But I think we've made the point that it's it's just changing. And, yes. you know... And I think that instead of historical wargaming, it should be large battle games, historical wargames. Yeah, you know? because... You know, again, I'm probably, well, I, I'm I'm probably in the lower age demographic of people that are actually taking that survey. I, I know McMurray is definitely uh, in a much, much lower age bracket than what most people are that took that survey. It's not based on opinions. It's based upon what is actually being played. You're not hearing what I'm saying, though. There is a lot of historical gaming going on. It's not what they... When you say historical gaming, it's, it is it is completely subjective as to what people are thinking is, is miniature wargaming. Somebody that has been playing uh, Napoleonics all their life won't look at Fistful of Lead, uh, Cowboys and Indians as a historical war game. 
So since more people are playing that type of game and they're not playing the Napoleonics games that they're used to watching and seeing being played, then of course, historical gaming is in decline. Mm-hmm. It's a perspective. I'm not saying it's an opinion. It's a perspective. So by their perspective, it's in decline, even though it truly isn't because it's having to be redefined. They're not willing to see that redefinition. And I'm not saying they're wrong because it's their perspective. I'm just saying as a industry, as a hobby, it has to be, as we said, redefined. He says, no, not Jay. That is not what the survey is about at all. (sighs) He's just messing with you. I'm 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 gonna stop talking then because Leave no one the you're, you're not going to listen to the words I'm saying so I'm just not gonna say anything else. You know what's going out of my mouth. It's okay, not Jay. You can still talk. Now, Bob, I know you're not a gamer and things like that, but uh, have you uh, paid attention or watched to what's being played at all or what's out there or what you've yeah. been painting? Yeah. I know what's being played by what I paint, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of fantasy stuff lately. So I don't know. It, it's hard to say. I, I guess you have to just really define what it is. Like, I know Savage Core is a fantasy game, mm-hmm. but I'm painting these um, Aztec fellows, and that they're historical miniatures. They're just in a fantasy game. So, you know, that is kind of a gray area there. Same with Conflict 47. Some of that stuff, you know, like a huge panzer mech I just painted. Well, that's definitely not history, but the, a lot of the basic infantry are still the same historical infantry from World War II. So, I don't know, you know, I don't think so. It may just come and go as different games come out. Yeah. You know, they come out with a bunch of populars like like Antares, I know, is real popular. So people might have quit playing their bolt action and jumped into that. And they may go back to it. But I know a lot of people still do Flames of War. A lot of people still play Flames of War. You know, World War II. So I, I don't think it is. I don't feel like it is. I have a bunch of Neanderthals to paint, too. And that's, that's a historical miniature. You know what I'm saying? He, yes, and uh, Bain, uh, <clears throat> continuing, he says, I am hearing what you're saying. I am saying that you're incorrect in what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't about what people thought or perceived was being played. Okay. Well, we'll just kind of drop the subject on the survey then. <laughs> you can't base it all on one survey. No. That's just the people who, who followed that magazine and took that survey. That's all. It's online, an online survey. Right. It's kind of prompted the whole thing, you know, if, overall. If only, if only 200 people took the survey, and I'm just throwing a number out there, you, you can't base all of, of the historical gaming, how much is actually played based on 200 people that took a survey. There's a lot of people who took it. You know what I'm that. saying, though. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's like 10,000. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's pretty good perspective. You know, that can that can give you you know, some insight for sure, but it's not everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they came out with a show where they kind of go over some of the results. It would be interesting to look at those when they come out officially and just kind of look them over. But 
they did see some changes in what was popular and stuff and but yeah because and they talked about it depends on the what's popular at the time the you know a little bit not a whole lot but a little bit what's popular when the survey comes out kind of affects they see it affecting some of the results but they they know that you can see that and i, I don't think we're we're not we're neither defending nor <laughs> you know um praising it one way or the other we're just kind of uh, giving our opinions for the most part of what we think based on our perspective our paradigm uh, what we see and our what we perceive and that's why i started you know the whole entire thing by saying it that way it's 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 what i see you know well is it that uh red skies be a pretty popular game now what's that red skies or something like that the airplane world war ii world war one airplane dogfights Oh, I'm not sure what what game. It's called Red Skies or something. Like yeah, I think that's what it's called, Red Skies. Blood Red Skies. It's, it's yeah, Blood Red Skies. Aircraft. Something like that. Yeah, it's a real gamey airplane game. Yeah. Uh, Roots Nout, he pops in here. He says, "I could never go get into historical wargaming because." I don't like dealing with all the rank insignias and the unit designations, which is why I never wanted to start a Space Marine Army for 40K either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I Agreed. It's tough. It is. And me, I, I mean, I was, I was in 40K for a long time, you know, and... What kept me actually in 40K and not straying from is I was commissioned painting, you know, armies. And these guys were paying ridiculous amounts of money to have their stuff painted. And back then, I had no idea that historical games really existed as, as much as it did. And Bolt Action came out. And about that same time, that's when I started, you know, discovering historicals, you know. Bolt Action kind of jumped a lot of people out of 40K, personally, on my end, that I know of, like people. Um, yeah, I think 40K, wasn't it kind of going under a little bit of strife were, at the time? They were, too? they were getting some hell. Um, they weren't communicating with their community at all. And uh, the new edition they, they put out um, was rated one of the worst editions, of course. They say that about them all. Um, in my opinion, it was the most complicated edition, seventh edition. Um, they just can't. They just kept reworking the same shit over and over again. Gotcha. And they weren't listening to the community at all. They weren't on social media. They weren't doing. Do they ever? They are now. They're heavily into it. It's actually yeah. saved them. Yeah, they're doing it really. It seems like a good job to me. Right and they're now. bringing back the old games, listening to the community. You know bringing back uh, Necromunda and they did a great job with that. It's just, they do, they're still doing their GW thing, selling books. I mean, every 10 days, there's a new book for every one of their games. See, yeah. that, that's why I just love like why these games or whatever, you get the core rules or whatever and have at it. So don't have to worry about getting a codex or, you know, all sorts, you know, every year it's a new rule or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's kind of why I've 
dumped out. I, I love my Lord of the Rings stuff, but that's why I kind of dumped out of it because, you know, there there was a first campaign book. Oh, oh hey, two years later, or well, a year and a half later, there's another campaign book. Uh, this one replaces the campaign book you already have. Uh, you know, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Oh, here's a new iteration of the rules, like five days after <laughs> that. You know, it just, it, I was like, well, crap. This is why I got rid of my Necromunda. Because it just kept coming out with new stuff, and you had to keep buying a new book. It was irritating because you would buy, oh, this is the next book introducing the newest faction. Awesome! And then, then after they release four new factions, oh, hey, here's a here's a a book, an all in one, all the factions in one. Oh, boy. but we changed some of the rules in here, so you might want to buy this book. It's like what the? Oh boy. no. <laughs> So yeah, I find like the, the like guys like Flames of War, and they would come out with new books, but it would be for maybe a different period or a different location in the world where the war was fought. If you had the core rules, you could still play the game. You didn't have to buy a single one of those books to play. You know, and, and I think that's just a better way to do it. I'm just more inclined to buy something that is not being forced upon me. Just mm -hmm. play the game. Um, Root Snoop. Root Snoop. Uh, Root Snoop. He says, Bolt Action has far more attractive rules than 40K. I still buy 40K stuff, though, because I like the alien designs. Even if I never play the game itself, Antares is the best of both worlds for me. <laughs> there you go. He's an Antares fan. Uh, well, next weekend on Sunday, the 11th, October 11th, we have our Mercs, our Mercenary um, uh, Antares Adventure podcast that was supposed to happen tomorrow, uh, but I had to reschedule it because I had some difficulties with, uh, I, I had some family things I have to do, which comes first, um, for sure. Uh, but that's October 11th. It's uh, talking about Antares Mercenaries, and then the next one after that is going to talk about the Nexus, which is the story of Antares and the Nexus and the birth of the Seventh Age and all that other stuff. Isn't that a hair product, Nexus? Yes, it is. Um, the, the Nexus is what you destroy in League. Did Nache bow out? No, he's yeah. muted. There, he's muted. Okay. We had to step away. Well, I think that pretty much sums it up. I don't think there's really, I mean, there's not, uh, there's a lot that you could talk about, a lot of avenues you could go down with this discussion. But I think us as a core, us as a group, we all agree that for the most part, we don't really think it's in decline. We think it's just changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. And, and I, I would be interested in spending some time in the survey results at some point, but. Um, but yeah, I'm having a ball with it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's really, I mean, the survey is that here are the facts, you know, these are the facts that we got from the, the people who took the survey. Okay. That's, that's compelling. I mean, you, you have facts, right? That's not everybody. You know, I mean, 10,000 people is a lot of wargamers, but that's not all wargamers. You know, you're just basing that fact off of 10,000 wargamers and the ebb and flow and all the new games that are coming out. My God. I mean, <clears throat> Kickstarter, it seems like, has like one every five days, you know, 
um, some new miniature game, and most of them are like base game, board games. Um, there's some sort of board game that goes with it. Um, I've seen a lot of zombie too, like zombie miniature games and stuff like that. Yeah, which is weird. But I don't know if it's as popular as they were, but zombies were pretty popular for a minute. I mean, this is um, I've heard some people on another podcast, you know, talking about board war game, board game, board war gaming, and they talk about the topic. And this was a few years ago, but they were also kind of like, uh, I don't know. Does it matter if it's dying? I don't know. <laughs> but some people want to. Some people t take it, take it upon themselves to make sure that it is a hobby that continues because it is a cool hobby. A lot of things, but then there's also the perspective of like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just gonna move on to something else. Who knows? You know. It's also kind of like, hey man, if it dies, it dies. But that's one perspective I've heard. And, Something else will come take its place. Yeah. Um, here's a comment I missed. It's a, the big problem with historical gaming, especially when compared to sci-fi or fantasy, is that historical is a broader is broader in scope, <clears throat> meaning that there's many different historical games, and sci-fi <laughs> fantasy fit under two categories. I mean. So as a whole, like uh, people could be jumping back and forth from sci-fi to fantasy, and uh, back to historicals every year, every other year, you know. Mm -hmm. Possibly, yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> kind of a tough topic there. I mean, I mean. I don't know. You have to, I guess you have to really be in it, you know, all the time to know to see if there is or not. You know, a major like bolt action player or something or whatever. Like a Todd. Todd, you know. Todd. I mean World War Two, I would I would have to say World War Two is a huge like oh, yeah, gaming. Um Yeah, yeah, how to make it. Yeah, sorry. But uh, I think really honestly that's, you know, really uh, we can all, all we can really say about it. I think we came to a pretty good conclusion. Yeah. Which is, go figure it out yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like that. You know, Bane came back on and said one other thing that were mad at the end there. Yeah, I know. He says, I think the issue of concern is more about how to make it attractive to players rather than if it's actually dying. Um, I don't think it's dying. Uh, I, and I said that. You know, I think all of us pretty much said that. Uh, decline, um, you know, is different than dying. Um, I don't yeah. think it's dying off. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. And I think we've all made that clear. Um, we don't think it's dying. We, you know, we just think maybe that more people are going towards fantasy or some kind of border, you know, historical. You know, I mean, Conflict Forty Seven. Would you call that historical? You know, right. That's what I was saying. 
So you wouldn't, even though it uses some historical miniatures, like Savage Core uses historical miniatures, but I, that's mm -hmm. you know a fantasy game. I mean, honestly, I mean, uh, um, it's I don't I don't think it's really an argument per se. Um, I think it's more of what you know what our opinions are, you know, uh, our perspective and our paradigm. I mean, I don't think there's really an argument. Argument. I mean, you could you could swing it one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you can argue it one way or the other, but I don't think there's any really wrong answer. Um, other than you know, going out there and f calculating up every single company's you know sales on historical miniatures only, and then calculate the sales of sci-fi and fantasy only, and you got the big big Elvis in the room, which is GW. What is it? Science, science fiction and fantasy. Oh, you would have to calculate um, not, not nothing. That, you wouldn't have anything to do with uh, fantasy or sci-fi. You would take all the company sales from this year and then go back, say, the last five years of sales and see if they went up or went down. And, and, and that way might give you a better idea. No, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, that's something that we physically, I mean, we couldn't do. I mean, no. Uh -uh. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think we beat that horse to death. <laughs> it's not <laughs> being. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't think it's, it, it was, it was going to be a long conversation. I, I just think that it has to be said, it has to be talked about it. I, I think we need to get a dialogue about it you know, out there with with Wargamers and, and what they're doing, what they're playing. I mean, you know, throw it in the comments or throw it, you know, if you're watching this later, throw it down below. I mean, are you playing more historical or more fantasy games? Like me, me personally, um, I'm playing a historical, which is Wild West, right? Yeah. And I freaking love it. And it's, it's not necessarily the history per se. It's more of, I am a humongous fan of Westerns. I love Western movies. I always have since I was a kid. And I keep thinking about I can replay this, I can replay that, I can do this and I can do that. And it's like awesome. You know, I remember that in the movies. I can play the three amigos, you know. So I mean, for me, that has been the biggest attraction to the Wiley game stuff, you know, and then of course my science fiction stuff, my Atari stuff, you know what I'm saying? I can I, I have a skirmish game to play. So it just all worked out, and you already know the rules, you know. But uh, here lately, that's really what I've been playing: historical sci-fi and fantasy, <laughs> historical western sci-fi and fantasy. Right. Um, I have not been playing anything other than that, unless when Todd plays, and we're you know he's playing. I'm sorry, we're playing along with Todd, and he's playing stuff for us, and asking us what we want to do, and just you know ignoring it, for us, ignore us. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, I'll play World War II, but that's why I got friends. That's why I got friends to play other different eras. Because if I really am getting hankering or feel like playing a World War II game, that's what they do. That's what they play. You know, and I know not Jay will play whatever. I'm the same way. I'll play whatever. So is many Warmont. Well, many Warmont will play whatever as long as it doesn't take, you know, three hours to set up. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm the same way. You know, whatever you guys are playing. I'll play it. Um, yeah. 
Well, you know Todd's favorite is World War II. Is it? That may be my favorite also. I thought it was uh, fantasy, man. Yeah. Jackass. Um, <laughs> World War II is your – that's that's what your favorite is too? I think so because, you know, I cut my teeth on, on Warhammer Fantasy. I gave mm -hmm. me teeth. Yeah, me too. And I walked into the store on, a, on one night on a weekend and uh, – I saw these guys with all this World War II stuff set up on the table. Like, whoa, what's this game? I mean, right away, you know, I was always into World War II stuff anyways. Like, I think what Todd said, you know, I was raised up watching World War II movies and stuff like Combat and The Big Red One, you know, that stuff. When I saw that, and like, oh, it's Flames War. Someone's like, you want to learn? That was it, man. I, I forgot all about Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah. I was hardcore in that Flames War, you know? It was simpler. I was more into the World War II than I was the fantasy. Don't get me wrong; I love me an orc, but what would you, what would you classify? You know, like me, I'm into the post-apoc, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, um, I don't think they really consider that historical. That's more modern. No, I know. I just wonder what class it would be. I guess just sci-fi. I guess it's considered modern. Yeah. Uh, unless you're playing post-apocalyptic, you know, steampunk Wild West Exodus. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, there's there's games out there that are like that, um, that are yeah. fiction. I know the zombie thing's been played out forever and ever, but you know, I, I just love it. And that's your favorite. And that's right? my favorite. Yeah. So. And me, over the years, there's been one consistent thing. And for me, it's been uh, fantasy for sure. And it's been dwarves. I mean, I'm sure you guys all know that. <laughs> I love painting dwarves, but they intimidate me. Hey, look at my my little picture there. That's a dwarf. I love dwarves too, man. They're they're fun to paint. That miniature is beautifully painted. Thank you. Um, dwarves are, the, but they intimidate me. Now, go figure that. Like I want to paint my dwarves so badass looking, I get discouraged from painting them. Is that weird or what? <laughs> why? Why but, they, I don't understand why they intimidate you. You're you're a good painter. Well, I know, I know, and that's the thing. It's like I want to do I want to do a really good job, and I'm gonna spend. I mean, I gotta spend a lot of time with them, you know, which yeah. I did the first. The first five I painted, I spent I spent a ton of time painting them. It took like three weeks to paint them. <laughs> I I have no idea what you're talking about on being intimidated by uh, a model. <laughs> I mean that that dwarf in my picture. I didn't sit down and paint that in the afternoon by any means, man. That took me a few days. Well, I find myself spending way more time on the details, on the highlights, and the layers when it comes to dwarves than anything else. But that's what makes so many look good, dude. That's what that is right there. That's layering, tons of layering, and you know, gradually bringing a color up lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. Yeah. Uh, Bane says he needs to paint his fantasy stuff up. Um, he says, "Oh well, add it to the list." <laughs> Just send it right over here, buddy. There is a list, and if any of you guys out there want something painted, I cannot recommend Bob. He's in the chat here from Black Market Studios enough. He's painting my minis. He's painted several of my mini miniatures. Uh, I have a um, 
opal blitz that was painted up as an ambulance and i can't uh, i don't have it handy otherwise i'd show it just it was beautifully done i mean he excels at world war ii and fantasy miniatures um that's just my experience of course um but you contact bob bob smith go find him on facebook he uh you can you can uh, message him there uh he's bob smith so or you can message rocky's warm tv um yeah our, our facebook page so I am the editor of Rocky's War Room, so if you put something in there, I will see it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and we'll get back to you, and I'll get you connected with him. He is a he is a starving artist. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> so, uh, um, right now, I think I'm I'm mainly focusing. I, I got a list of a thousand things to paint, but I'm mainly focusing on trying to fill out these other wily game stuff you know because i I'm, i want to have something in each one of its genres to play you know um I, that's what i'm making a mad dash to do and western especially for the western and um i have a bunch of fantasy that i want to paint up for erwan which i will get back to of course uh, after that, so once I kind of fill out, you know, wasteland, my Wasteland Warrior guys, my uh, Tales of Horror guys, my Galactic Hero guys, and uh, of course my Western stuff, I'll get back to Warlords of Erewhon and Antares and stuff like that. Because I've got Bormites that you know only need a few steps done and they're finished. I should finish those in between. But I'm really jonesing on this stuff. Um, I've got a list a mile long right now. <laughs> Right. It's getting hopefully, a little hot inside here. I'm gonna hopefully with Bob's help. I'm gonna call tonight, buddy. I got you. <laughs> yeah, call tonight, Bob. Yeah, it's eleven o'clock here. Oh goodness. Um, yeah, and, uh, starting next week, we're gonna start forty-five minutes earlier. Um, I can finally move the time back. Uh, I don't know why I haven't yet. I could have done it months ago. I think we just kind of got into this routine. Um, uh, I think we're gonna start these at eight o'clock again. Not cool. Okay. You. You all right? Yeah. Okay. Um, not cool. What do you mean not cool? You said oh cool. Okay. So I'm gonna start them a little bit earlier. Bob can be on with us a little bit longer. Um, and they'll typically end around ten o'clock instead. Um, so yeah, I can go to Dairy Queen afterwards. Yay! Yay. Bob gets up pretty early and starts to paint. So that's yeah. why Bob's hopping off now. <laughs> Talking in third person there, Bob. Well, welcome back, Bob. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Welcome back. This is a, uh, <laughs> welcome back episode. It's good to be back. Right on. Okay, everybody have a good night. Thank right, you. Take care, Bob. Ta-ta. 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 Gosh, ta-ta. He's the reason why I say that. <laughs> Bob is Bob is the uh, the original... Uh, he's the OG, <laughs> you know, him and I, him and I started this whole thing like three or four years, four years ago now. I think it was four years, something like that. Yeah. When it was uh, still the, uh, tabletop commanders after hours paint chat. Yep. <sighs> yes. I remember typing that a hundred million times. We were doing like three shows a week, something like that. Yeah. And we would, uh, we would let in any, any uh, Yahoo into the chat? You know, yep, you sure did. The heck, you could get right. 
That's uh, that's how I showed up about two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And there's one person, and I won't name names, but there was one person that we called the chat killer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But, uh, well, crap. But we're back at it, so and, and, and that's fine. And this is actually going to be a short episode. It's only going to be an hour and a half because we're so tired tonight. Oh, man. I'm, yeah. I'm having a hard time keeping my eyes open. I can get up early and continue to f frame this basement. I just need to get the outer walls, the one interior wall for my son's room finished, and the foyer at the bottom of the steps. So... If I can get that all framed out, I'll be a happy camper and I won't do anything for a week. <laughs> Drywall's coming next. So, have you ever got yourself in a project where you're like, holy crap, this is taking forever? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. called the basement. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, I'm, well, I'm talking about, you know, on the bench kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My Antari stuff. It's a guy that's taking forever, but I don't care because I love the models and I love the game. Well, also, um, I'm going to be as nervous as I'll get out, but I'm going to try to do my first battle report here when that Mac comes in. Oh, you got this. It's yeah. easy. Well, I've been watching other battle reports. I'm like, well, some are kind of just, they pause to tell you what's happening, then they show it, and then they pause. And, <laughs> you know, so I'm like, well, I, I can do that. Bane says, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I was the chat killer. <laughs> I can say with with absolute 100% pure honesty, you were not the chat killer. No, no, no. You didn't no. kill the chaps, Bane. Matter of fact, you made chats better. Um, you stayed from the chat killer a few times. Um, but anyway, but mini warm-up, you're going to be just fine. I think the key to doing battle reports now is to keep them short as possible. Okay, I can do that. Don't do, you know, you can do our battle reports if you want. You know what I mean? Of you doing every single yeah. time and things like that. But I see, and a lot of people who watch this later could correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I see a lot of battle reports. The ones I tend to watch are the shorter ones. 15, 20 minutes tops. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of a recap of what happened, you know. Some people do like watching every single role, you know. Yeah. But honestly, you could record a turn, you know, but you can edit out all the extra crap, you know. Um, that's what I was going to do. It's going to kind of like, you know, leave, that's going to be a long time in front of the uh, computer editing, but kind of leave it on for a while and then go back and, you know, do all that. Watch Ash Baker. Watch uh, Gorilla, Gorilla Miniatures. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I like his style. You, you, you can really tell that he cuts out a lot of the BS, you know, yeah. or if he has to look up a rule, he'll tell you, got to look at the rule, boom, he cuts it off, and then he comes right back. Okay, we looked it up. This is what happened. You know what I mean? So it's much of the, you know, normal gaming stuff that you can cut out or whatever. I, I'd keep the important stuff that happens, you know, or uh, explanation of, even if you make a mistake, okay, people like hearing that, hey, I made a mistake. I mean, look at Todd. Oh, yeah. he, he makes mistakes all the time. Well, he's on live too. And he don't care. I think I'm. I think I'm changing. I'm changing my name to the mistake channel. <laughs> the war mistake. But he, he says, "Don't do battle reports like I do battle reports. Don't do them the right way." He says, "I do the. I don't do them the right way." <laughs> 
there's no right man. way. There's just there's there's really honestly, you do what you like to watch. Yeah. And you will find people that are like-minded that will come and watch yours. You know, you do you. And that's a not J phrase. Well, then I'm going to get a lot of sexy people. Man. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if that's, trust me, I, I would love to edit it and put sounds and do all kinds of stuff, but I, I don't want to take the time. <laughs> so yeah, I don't do it. Not to it. I mean, but if people are more drawn to honesty. Hotel's under attack. <laughs> I was just reading that. Bain says my hotel is. He says he thinks my hotel is under attack. Uh oh, well, hide, yeah. under, hide under the bed, Bain. Hide under the bed. I think people respond and respect. You know, people who are more honest about making. Oh, we made a mistake. We we f this up. We're gonna throw it out there, and that's why the tabletop warlord guys are are so great. You know, uh, with their battle reports, they will go back in the video later on, and they will say, "Hey, we made a mistake here." Blah 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 blah. blah. You know what I mean? This is not how the rule works. Here's how the rule works, you know? Um, and then they will tell people in the next video, hey, guys, we made a mistake doing this. This is how it works. This is not how it works. I have done battle reports in the past. I don't like doing them. Yeah. Um, I'd rather play a game live and then edit it later. Like, I, I really like doing that um, because I get, you know, being a truck driver, I get, like, 40 minutes sometimes, 30 minutes sometimes, and I can be on my phone editing these videos while doing that. And that's really most of the time I do it. But <clears throat> I don't like doing battle reports because it, it, I think I feel like it takes me away from the game. Oh, yeah. And I'm more focused on shooting it than I am playing the game. So yeah, totally. I don't do very well. Right. Yeah. So that's another thing. It's another reason why. Oh, here we go. Isn't that what they do after cutting the power lines, cut the phone lines or something? I don't know. I guess I have to eat all of my food in my fridge. <laughs> okay. <babe. laughs> He's in the zombie apocalypse and we just don't know what's headed to hit us. Oh. yippee ki Yeah. All right, guys. We're going to end a little bit early tonight. We're all tired. and uh, not I'm, not, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I know. We did your vacuum thing. Okay, so next week, we're going to do a proper top 16. Uh, a proper top 16. Um, I forgot what we said we were going to do. Not Jay, do you know? Oh, he's not there. Do you remember what we uh, said we were going to do the next time? Because yeah, we were going to go back and redo the Westerns or something like that. Because I don't know about that. I think it was okay. something different. All right, then uh, we were going to go back and do... I think it was top top 16 donuts, maybe? I don't Ooh. remember. Ooh. No, no, we cream didn't. fill, cream <laughs> fill, cream <laughs> fill. Boston cream, Boston cream. Yeah. Yum. Maple iced Long John. You suck. <laughs> okay, top sixteen donuts next week. That'll Maple. be. Cool. Why don't you just drink some syrup? <laughs> They're so good. So is the strawberry one. Well, we're going to do top 15 donuts next time. Uh, like always, guys, go over to <coughs> Twitch. Please go over to Twitch. Follow us over on Twitch. You will get more live con uh, more live content over on Twitch uh, with our extra gameplays. And uh, next Friday, when my son comes over, we're going to be live on Twitch only uh, for Friday Wargamer with the kid. Um, that's going to be my son and I are going to play a game live on camera. Uh, taking your comments, it'll just be me and my son. 
and we're going to have multiple camera angles and you know you guys can comment have fun with us no table flips show how my uh son mid max is everything except for wily game stuff uh with gunslinger's paradise that's what we're going to play on on friday so um, you guys can kind of see how it works so we'll have some fun uh and also next weekend is the antares pod episode nine i believe it's uh, i think it's nine now jeez uh, and yep. mercenaries, and then we'll do the Nexus after that, two weeks after that. Uh, remember, folks, uh, season two is going to end in the, uh, the, the weekend of Thanksgiving. So, and we'll be back in February. Uh, Thank goodness. Time but, for it. All right. But, <laughs> but that's our chats. That's our ramble. Uh, season three will start in February, first weekend in February. We're still going to play Wednesday Night Fights. We're still going to do Friday Night uh, Friday Night War Gamers. We're going to do... Oh, there's... Let me warm up. He's got that stare again. <laughs> Not Jay. He's creeping me out. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're the one that wanted him on here. Todd. Here goes Todd. Now we're going to see his creepy face. There it is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He looks like he was sunburned. Oh, no, it's just his glasses. There, there's the, there we go. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god, that shit. Don't look up, dude. <laughs> hey, hey guys, have you guys. But last but not least, from me to you. Ta-ta! And we'll Ta-ta. Catch you. See ya. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye-bye. We'll catch you in our next episode. Yeah.